Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God, our Heavenly Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But dear brothers and sisters, what is your purpose? As a man or a woman, as a parent or child, husband, wife, brother, sister, as a friend or a neighbor, as a coworker, employee, employer, a retiree, a student, what is your purpose? Why are you here? And what is it that you should be doing? What is your purpose? The Apostle Paul knew his purpose clearly. There wasn't a shadow of a doubt with him. He lays it out rather nicely in our epistle reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 9. In the sermon for today, we're going to examine Paul's approach to purpose in his own life, and we're going to pause and reflect on how it might shape our own approach to purpose. Paul tells the Corinthians that the purpose of his life begins with becoming all things to all people, becoming like a Jew for the sake of the Jews, becoming weak for the sake of the weak, becoming like one outside of the law for the sake of those outside of the law. Paul is flexible and adapts his approach to fit the needs of those around him. At the very beginning of chapter 9 and the verses that precede our text, Paul gives a concrete example of what it means for him to be all things to all people. While Paul is living in Corinth and preaching the gospel there, he does not demand to be compensated by the Corinthians. He could have, he said. He has every right to ask that they take care of him the way that the other apostles were taken care of, or the way that priests were taken care of by living off the sacrifices of the people. But instead, Paul dismisses this right, and he refuses to demand anything of the Corinthians because he doesn't want to put an obstacle in the way of the gospel. This is not a decision that Paul arrives at lightly or randomly. No, instead, he takes time to examine the context around him and make a very careful decision to change his expectations so that the gospel has the best opportunity to take root and grow. You see, becoming all things to all people does not mean that we rapidly or randomly change our behavior until we find something that works. No, to do that would be to run aimlessly, as Paul uses that analogy. Instead, becoming all things to all people means that we take a careful look at the context around us and make a decisive, deliberate shift in order to maximize our influence. It's not aimless running. No, it's like surveying a trail map and trying to figure out when to speed up, when to slow down, when to fuel, and so forth. It's about taking this deliberate approach and surveying the field so that we might find out what our best opportunity is to become all things 
to all people. As you live out your life's purpose, you might need to shift between approaches in order to find the one that is best for that given moment. Sometimes it means that you need to speak up and boldly speak the truth. Sometimes it means that you need to hold your tongue and just listen patiently. Sometimes it means that you might have to serve somebody all day long. At other times, it means that you sit with somebody and do nothing other than grace them with your presence. It changes. Can't always be the talker. You can't always be the listener. You can't always be the doer. You need to adapt. Not based on what you want or based on what's most comfortable for you or what you think is best, but based on what the other person needs. Becoming all things means getting rid of your own desires and submitting to the needs of the people around you. Becoming all things means that you are constantly asking this one question. What is it that this person needs from me right now? The danger with becoming all things to all people, though, is that you can end up feeling like nothing. After all, you take pride in being the talker. You take pride in being the listener. You take pride in being the server. But if you are asked to adapt your approach, if you're asked to kind of shift between these things to sometimes deviate from what's most comfortable to you, well, now all of a sudden your identity's in flux. Who am I? You might begin to ask. If I become all things to all people, how long until I am nothing to myself? long until I'm lost and empty. Scarier still is this. If I empty myself by becoming all things to all people, seems like I'm going to remain empty unless other people will be all things to me. And that idea is not only scary, it runs counter to every sinful, selfish fiber in our body. We fight against that. We take a look around and we want everyone else to be all things to us. We want them to be what we need when we need it. We want them to empty themselves and become nothing so that we can have everything. And if we perceive that there's an imbalance that we are giving more than we are receiving. Well, that's a relationship that we need to minimize. That's a relationship we might need to end altogether. What am I getting out of it? But Paul takes a different approach entirely. The Corinthians are not doing all to meet Paul's needs. No, not at all, but Paul does not sever his relationship with them. Instead, he keeps on giving. He keeps on serving. He keeps on emptying himself. He keeps on becoming all things to all people. And I am sure 
that there were days when he felt like nothing because of it. So why? Why on earth would you do this, Paul? He does it to follow the example of the Lord who met him on the road to Damascus and changed his life forever. Paul does it for Jesus Christ. As Paul writes in his second chapter to the book of, uh, to the people of Philippians, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. You see, Becoming all things to all people to the point of becoming nothing, that is not just Paul's approach to finding purpose, purpose in his life. It is the very gospel of Jesus Christ. Jesus became human for us humans. Jesus became weak for us who are weak. Jesus became mortal for us mortals. Jesus became sin for us who committed it. Jesus becomes all things for you and for me. And in the process, he becomes nothing. Nothing but a dying man on a Roman cross. Jesus becomes nothing and he empties himself out. So that we can receive everything. And that, dear friends, is what this is all about. Becoming all things to all people to the point that we feel like we are nothing. This is sweet participation in the ministry of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that is what Paul talks about when he talks about winning. Winning for Paul is not personal success or wealth or riches or comfort. No, for Paul, winning means this. Proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ letting the gospel shine through him so that others might see it. Because the gospel of Jesus Christ is everything. It's everything for you. As you empty yourself by becoming all things to all people, come to the gospel and receive. Come to the living water to receive and be refreshed and to be made whole. Yes, hopefully as the church, we're finding ways to look out for each other, to pour into one another. But we're always going to be let down by frail human beings. If you look to any person in your life to be all things for you, to always meet your needs, you're going to have a life that is filled with bitterness and frustration and resentment and anger. But if you come to Jesus Christ to have him be all things for you, 
if you come to him and to his word to have your needs met, that you will have everything and be eternally satisfied. The gospel is everything for you, friends. And it is everything for the people in your life. Because God has placed you, each and every one of you, he has placed you in specific neighborhoods, specific workplaces, specific families and friendship circles. He has placed you there for a reason. To pour out yourself, to empty yourself, to become all things to all people, not aimlessly, but for the sole purpose of reflecting the gospel of Jesus Christ. Your approach might change depending on who you're interacting with, but the gospel message never changes. And that is a message that everyone needs. That is how you win. That is how they win. By receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. So dear brothers and sisters, become all things. Carefully examine your context and become all things by adapting your approach to meet the needs of the people around you. Keep on giving until you feel like you are nothing. And do it all for the sake of the gospel. Coming back to Jesus so that you may receive. Bringing others to Jesus so that they may receive. So that together we all win. Become all things. Become nothing. Receive everything. That is your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all of our human understanding, guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.